Hello, Fempreneurs. This is Lindsay Berry. Welcome back to the Fempreneur Podcast. Today's episode is going to start with me bringing you up to speed on what I've been up to lately because I've had some pretty big life changes happen lately. Um, all good stuff. Um, but if you would have asked me, you know, a year, 14 months ago, if I thought I'd be where I am right now, I probably wouldn't have predicted this. <laughs> so I have been in the process over the last two weeks of moving into my boyfriend's house and sort of starting a new life. Um, you know, everything work-wise for the most part is the same, except for one thing that I've noticed, and I've always really liked this about my single life living alone, um, but I've had to say goodbye to it, is being able to ignore dirty dishes and messes around the house and just sit at my computer and work hard to make sure all you beautiful femme printers have what you need. Um, I've had to find a bit of a balance with that <laughs> because I don't live alone now. I live um, with my wonderful boyfriend whom I care very much about and want to, you know, I want to make sure that I'm not being a slob basically in his presence. So, um, so I have been, um, I've been finding a balance there or trying to, and I mean, honestly, I even titled one of the chapters of my most recent book, this balance is bullshit. I don't really believe in balance, but I have been trying to um, just find a sense of peace, I guess, with the new balance that I have to, to try to live in. Um, I really appreciate all of you fempreneurs who are here listening to this, who are following on Instagram, who are on the email list, who are excited about your businesses and other fempreneurs businesses. And I will always, always, always serve you. Nothing has changed there. But I have been a little distracted with changing up some big parts of my life lately. All good stuff, really pumped. I'm excited to introduce my boyfriend to you very soon here in the podcast. Going to be interviewing him. He is an entrepreneur. Um, he owns a business and has for 18 years, he's actually just surpassed his 18th year as an entrepreneur. No, he's not 60. He actually just turned 40. Um, and I'm actually turning 40 this coming August. So it's going to be pretty exciting to introduce him to all of you. I'm really, really pumped about that. And, um, we're working on some cool stuff together as well that we will share with you. So first things first that I want to make sure you're aware of, because this is something that kind of changed in 2022, because I felt called to make this change in my business and the way I serve fempreneurs is I am very focused on helping fempreneurs write books. I am very focused on helping fempreneurs specifically who have built a course or who have a course kind of ready. Maybe it's scattered around in different blog posts and little workshops that they built, but they have a course they want to turn into a book or they just have a book on their heart that they need to get out. It keeps them up at night. They want to get it on paper. They want to have that book on Amazon. Um, they want to maybe get it into some local bookshops. They want to have it in their office. They want to be able to take it into meetings and leave it with their clients. Um, they want to be able to change lives through sharing their stories and what they know in a book. So if any of those those descriptions I just shared are you, then you need to go to yycfemprinters.com and check out the events. There's a lot of events there. There's a mixture of things like writing retreats and group programs that I offer. There's even a, a conference, a leadership marketing conference coming up April 20th and 21st. Um, there's a whole bunch of different ways that you can, you know, lean into this community to help you get your book 
not only started, but finished in 2022. So I want you to check that out. And my podcast guest today is Noreen Music. You've been hearing from her a little bit lately, but she and I went live on Instagram the other day and uh, she's now just come back from a trip to Maui, a reward she gave herself for completing her book. And we had a fabulous time at her book launch party. Um, She and Felicia Yap, who were both in my Femme Authors program and both completed their books on time, uh, they had a, a book launch party together and it was an incredible event and it was such an awesome way for fempreneurs who attended to get a lot out of that event. So it wasn't just about celebrating these books, it was also about fempreneurs learning and connecting together. So we had a wonderful time um, and now Noreen is actually co-hosting, co-facilitating the upcoming Fem Authors Writing Retreat with me. Um, Felicia Yap, I think this is public knowledge. Hopefully she doesn't kill me, but Felicia Yap um, is expecting her third baby. So I'm not sure how much of these many, many things that I have planned are going to involve her in the next six to nine months. But um, Noreen is definitely going to be at the writing retreat with me. So we're going to talk a little bit about that in today's episode. And again, go to yycfempreneurs.com if it's on your heart to write a book. Send me a message on Instagram if you have any specific questions. And definitely listen to this podcast to get some more answers to your questions around writing a book. Hello, fempreneurs, especially those of you who have ever wanted to write a book but are wondering, how in the heck am I going to find time to do that? So I'm going to discuss something that I think will be very exciting for you. Any of you who have ever wanted to write a book, I'm going to bring on Noreen because she recently did it. And we're going to talk about the writing retreat as well because she's going to be there. What is with the tan? I feel so pale now. I know. (laughs) That's what 10 days on the beach in Maui will do for you. Yay, you lucky duck. Good for you, girl. You deserve it. Oh my gosh, I know. Well, I remember when I started the book writing journey, I thought, well, if I if I when I write the book, not if, but when I write it, I I'm gonna need a break. And so yeah. as soon as the book launch was done, we got out of Dodge and yeah, went to Hawaii. So good for you. So you booked yourself a reward trip, hey? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and now you're wearing the afterglow yes yes trying desperately not to have it all peel off in the shower <laughs> right it's so dry here compared to Maui I'm sure oh my gosh yeah I could just feel my skin getting drier and drier in the airplane <laughs> oh my goodness yeah well thank you for hopping on while you're still a little jet lagged and you've got lots of stuff going on today it sounds like Um, so I'm really excited that you will be, uh, coming out to the writing retreat to co-facilitate with me, to teach the women a bit of the stuff that maybe a lot of the stuff, maybe all of the stuff that worked for you to bring your book across the finish line. Um, so just for those of you who have never even heard about this writing retreat for fempreneurs, it is May 5th to 8th. It will be happening, um, a little bit Northwest of Cochrane at a beautiful rural location out in the bush uh beautiful home log home as well as lots of hiking trails and just you know beautiful views so you'll be in nature but you will also have a great private space um, of your own in the house to write so noreen what were some of the things when you first decided to write the book that um you just absolutely had to do differently and, and change up with your life to make it happen 
Well, I think the first biggest step was deciding that I was going to do it. I, since writing a book and during the process of writing the book, I've met a lot of people that said, oh yeah, I, I've wanted to write a book and they've wanted to write a book for decades. And so I think if, you know, you want to plant that flag and make that decision, if this is a dream, if this is something that you know will be good for your business or things that you, you have a book inside of you that you want to share, make the decision and then act on it. It's one thing to say, I want to write a book and you poke away at it, you know, for 10 years, but actually, you know, decide to do it. And then the most important thing is, is design your life around it, design your calendar around it. Uh, it you know, it takes time to write a book, especially if you want it, you know, done well, you want to, you know, include all the things you, uh, you want to include. It takes time to write it, to have it edited and so on. So you have to make the time for it and schedule it in your calendar. And you, I feel like it was pretty soon because you started writing your book in like May, I think, or at least starting to plan the outline of it. And then you quite quickly went out to your cabin or to your, your, your uh, place near Sundry there. And you took some time away from your regular life. You said no to a bunch of stuff and you basically had your own private writing retreat out there. Um, was that a real big kickoff into the writing for you or were you already really rolling by then or how did that work for you? Well, it was a combination of doing it in between, you know, running my own business and life, you know, we all have to get groceries and we all have life. Um, but I knew that I needed chunks of time, um, that I could just solely focus on writing the book. Uh, our brains appreciate that too. It's hard. Um, it's hard for your brain to shift back and forth between, okay, now I have to do, you know, some accounting. Now I need to do some marketing. Oh yeah. Now I have to go run this errand. Like our, our brains have a really hard time shifting um, back and forth with that. And so knowing that I was going to be, at my cabin or at my trailer for a week or two weeks at a time and whatever it takes, even if it's two days or three days that you give yourself chunks of time, um, just give yourself that time to say, okay, this is what, this is the time that I'm going to do it. And this is what I'm going to accomplish. And so give yourself some goals around that time. And that time was absolutely invaluable. And I really protected that time. Uh, there were some things that came up in my life that I really wanted to go and do or participate in. Um, and I had to say, no, I made this commitment to myself and to, to this book to get it written, um, you know, to benefit um, other fempreneurs it was a really important to me to set that time aside. So. Yeah. And thank you for doing that. You've written an amazing book, which is really a gift to anyone that holds it in their hands and uses it to get their business either started or on the right track. So thank you. Um, and I want to just say to everyone that um, a writing retreat is definitely not an essential part of writing a book. Um, you know, you may be looking at the Fempreneurs Writing Retreat coming up in May and thinking, you know, I don't know if this is a good investment of my my finances to go on this writing retreat. And so there's just, and it's not, it's not necessary to go on a writing retreat. It, it could be a good investment for you. However, if you are not good at saying no to distractions, if you are not good at time blocking, if you have no idea how you're even going to get started with writing a book, you can't even 
get your head around it, then a writing retreat probably is a really necessary step for you. It's not for everyone, but if you're the kind of person who's had a book on your heart for years and you just can't figure out how to get started, I do recommend this as your kickstart, as your way to jump in with two feet. Because one of the things we're going to be doing at the writing retreat is we are going to be telling everyone publicly that we are writing a book and that this is either the kickoff. Um, there's going to be, I think, a couple girls there who this is going to be more of their final push to get the book completed. But um, some of you coming will probably be just kicking off. You'll be just starting. You'll be there to wrap your head around what your book is about, to really get clear on the message, to really get clear in your heart on why you're writing the book for others and for yourself, like Noreen was saying. So um, when you're looking at the cost of the writing retreat, I want you to understand what we're actually doing for you. So we're bringing in a personal chef. This is a, a wonderful lady who is going to be cooking our food for us, all of our meals. So we're not going to have to worry about food or dishes or any of that, which is always a distraction in regular life, right? We're not going to have any children or spouses or anyone around looking to us to feed them, which is also exciting. And we're also going to have some structured... Um, writing workshops. So Noreen's going to lead some of those. I'm going to lead some of those. I have a couple other ladies who um, are probably going to be leading some of those. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to help you really get that fire started in you to put the pen to paper. And I mean, some of it is pen to paper. For me, when I started building my books, all of them, I always started with a physical pen and a notebook. Some of you like to go straight to your laptops and type everything out. So whatever style you use, that is going to be totally up to you, but we're going to help make sure that fire is blazing at all times. And again, encouraging those breaks throughout your day to get outside and go for a hike with some of the ladies. Maybe as you're walking, bounce some ideas for your book off of them, get some of their feedback. And of course, rest. We're going to make sure that you're super comfy and you're super rested so that when you wake up in the morning, you are powering through. That's one thing I was curious about you, Noreen. Were you finding that your mornings were more powerful writing-wise, or were you more of a night owl, or did it go all over the place, or how did that work for you? I found that my ideas came um, in the morning when my brain was a little bit more on fire, but my more sort of creative, get in the flow, relaxed with writing was more in the evening. So okay. yeah, like my creating the structure around the book and the title around the book, um, the more deep thinking parts were morning. And yeah, I did most of my writing though at night. Okay, interesting. I was like that too with my first book. Um, I didn't get to do like an actual writing retreat in my first book. My son was still quite little then. So I found myself putting him to bed at night and then having like three, four hours of writing time while he was asleep. And when no one was bugging me in my financial business or my personal life, I was night owling. But then I was having a big nap every day. And it was really, um, I felt very frazzled all the time. So for me personally, uh, I liked my second my second way of doing it, which was actually did two writing retreats for my second book. I actually like, you know, just removed myself from the world and wrote. And I did that for two chunks of time during my second book. And I was able to get most of the writing done in those those um, focused writing retreats. Um, and then with my third book was it was. Um, I didn't, I didn't actually do, yeah, I did do one writing retreat, but it was in town here. It was just at a friend's house and I was still kind of doing some other things, but I was 
a little more in the groove. So there isn't really a right or wrong way to do it, but I do encourage you to figure out what your most, um, your most, uh, what, what do you call it, Noreen, where your brain is the most, most proactive. Yeah, there's the yeah. word. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the most proactive where your brain is naturally just functioning at a really high level and, and then structuring your life around it. And the writing retreat is going to give you an opportunity to kind of notice what your natural, you know, most proactive brain is like that time of day and maybe not even the time of day maybe you need to do something like for me I discovered it's more about getting the blood pumping so if I have a workout before I do something where I need to be creative I'm just more creative and it doesn't have to be like you know pumping heavy weights but even just some yoga just a little bit of an increase of heart rate a little bit of sweat yeah. Um, a walk with yeah. my dog is always awesome because it's outside too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you have a puppy. Do you find your walks with your dog are helpful for your getting the proactive brain juices flowing? Or yeah, and absolutely for me too. It's also um, getting the little things done. Like I find that my brain will nag me if I have like phone calls to make or little little like a list of little tiny things yeah. so that's one of my was one of my pre-writing rituals is to give myself like half an hour 45 minutes to just knock off all these little things so oh, okay sort of in my brain bothered oh, me that oh, I have to empty the dishwasher and oh I've got to pay this bill and oh I've got to I just get all that stuff done and so you know, if you find a pre-writing ritual, like you were saying for you, it's exercise, mm -hmm. fresh air. Um, you know, for me, it was n just getting rid of those little things so that right. my brain wouldn't bother me. Yeah. What about like your weekly structure, Noreen? Did you find you had to dedicate more um, of an entire day to writing and then the next day was more to like admin and client stuff or were you structuring pretty much every day the same with a chunk of writing time in every day or? Um, well, I try to structure my calendar so that every day kind of has a theme. So yes, I would focus days um, in the week for writing and then not much else. And then the, and then another day would be for client work or, you know, my, my business work. And I just like that better because it, um, once my, once I get in the flow of writing and I'm on that path, I like to stay there and it's hard for me to switch gears be, between, okay, now I'm thinking about my book and all these ideas are coming up and I'm writing and, and, or sometimes I'm struggling and I'm trying to figure it out or piece things together. Uh, it's hard for me to then switch and then, you know, go and do something completely different like you know, taxes or something like that. Like it's just, I, it just does not work as well. Cause then I feel like procrastinating or I feel like, um, you know, doing something different, like just not doing anything at all. Um, so yeah, I, I found that I really needed to structure my days as a theme. Like I'd have at least two writing days a week. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. And yeah, I had sort of been, I'd stumbled upon the concept of batching before I knew you, but then when I met you and I started to learn more about how you do things, you really solidified the sort of, you know, how much better humans in general work when we, when we 
you know, block off chunks of our time for a specific gear. You know, when you think of us, if you drive standard and you think of being in third gear and you have to go back between fourth and third and fourth and third and fourth and third, it's like, well, like if you could just stay in fourth gear for a while and then switch to third. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, um, yeah, I think, I think she, she's agreeing with us. I can understand when I get focused on an idea, it's consuming and it's, it's good to stay focused on that idea and let it consume you and then move on to something else. But if we don't structure our life that way, it can feel like, like I know I used to feel frazzled. I was trying to do everything every day and I was reacting to my email inbox and I was reacting to my phone and I was reacting to friends needing things for me. And it was like, is this really how like people do things in life? And eventually I realized that, that's not how productive people do things. Um, so that's a big part of why a writing retreat could be the, the ticket for you to get rolling, to get yourself in, you know, writing gear is second gear and staying in second gear for the whole three nights and, you know, a few days. And um, if that's something that you're interested in, go to yycfempreneurs.com slash events to learn more about um, joining us for that weekend. Um, it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be uh, a beautiful time of year to be out in the Alberta backcountry as well. And you'll be surrounded by some amazing ladies. If you have any questions about the writing retreat, feel free to message me here on Instagram or, you know, through the website. Um, if you're curious to know more about Noreen's book writing process or her book, go to, you know, directly to her on her Instagram account at Organize My Space Calgary or at her website organizemyspacecalgary.com. One thing I want to mention before we hop off or have you talk a little bit more about Noreen, because I know this was a big like aha moment for you was when I when I did an Instagram live all by myself, but I decided that I was like, okay, I wanted to help some women write a book. And I said, if you've written a course or built any sort of a course, you already have a book. You just have to add some meat to it and kind of like build it out a little bit more, but you already have your book mostly done did did that was that true for you in the end when you took your course and kind of absolutely it was true for me I mean I that was the spark that when you said those words I that was when the light came on and I said well I've written a course I've written my productivity mastery course and so I pulled a lot of what I've already written and what I already created from that course um, I mean, I didn't include everything because one of the things that um, I really discovered when writing a book is it's so important to create the structure, like the chapters and and what you're going to include in the book, the chapters, the titles, and then then the subheadings in each in each um, chapter so that you're really clear on the structure and what it is that you want to put in that book. And, but I had so much uh, already written that I could draw from that I had to piece together. And then a, a lot of things that I, I wrote new and I, I put new things in the book that I don't have in my mastery program. Um, but it made it, it did make it much easier uh, when, you know, I already had this body of work that I could draw from. Um, but I really want to make that point as well as for me, uh, I would have, um, I didn't make your, uh, your retreat. I think you did one last year before we did the femme authors. I didn't go to that one and I actually regret it because I would have, um, spent time on the structure of my book. Mm. And I found from my experience writing was once I had the structure and I felt like I landed on a pretty good title and I knew what I was going to include in the book, who I was writing to, why I was writing. 
um, that the writing came easier. Once I had the structure down and I had the container, filling it with the content was so much easier. So, you know, if you're at that point where uh, you want to write this book, you, you feel like you want to join this community, get that feedback, get that support, get those ideas, and you want to create a structure, that's one of the things that I want to focus on sharing at this retreat is mm -hmm. how to create that structure. Yeah. And what are the questions you need to ask yourself for, for um, titles and headers and just all mm -hmm. that kind of um, concrete kind of structure around writing a book. That yeah. was the ticket for me. Once I had that, the writing, I know, I know, I know the subject matter. So the writing... Yeah easy. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I do remember at the writing retreat that you're talking about, um, cause I had a little bit of free time as well. And I was in the process of building a book as well. So when the ladies were all out, you know, in their rooms or outside writing, I sat down and planned out my book. And I remember just, you know, doing eight sections on a blank page. And I put eight different things that I wanted to be in this book because I knew that they weren't in my previous book or I hadn't done a great job explaining my previous book. And, and, and like you said, once I knew that and I knew the flow, I was like, I can write about every single one of these topics. I can add a personal story. I know, you know, somebody else I can ask to, to contribute to my book. And so, yeah, to your point, but it's really hard to get your mind there with the daily stuff with, you know, all of our business things that we do with our personal lives and our family. And it's yeah. really hard to just get in that zone. And I wanted just before we hop off here, um, remind everyone who's considering writing a book that it is not a selfish act. This is an act of service and this is a way that you are going to change lives. So this is, yes, your business is going to, your business is going to, you know, gain credibility. You're going to get some more, you know, tons of more valuable contacts out of it. You'll probably get speaking gigs once you're an author, all that stuff. But with, but even without all of that stuff that may be considered selfish, you are doing a huge thing for many other people by writing a book. You are changing the lives of others. Even if they read your eight chapters and only one of them completely changes an area of their life, that is worth writing a book for. So I do encourage you to, um, to really just get out of your own way and, and change something in your life, just even for a weekend to try to discover some new parts of you, make some new friends who will gently and lovingly but sternly <laughs> chase you across the finish line and have Noreen to be one of those people on your team and me to be one of those people on your team and other ladies as well so get in touch with either of us if you need more info Noreen is there anything else you would like to leave the femme authors watching listening to this right now uh the one thing that I would leave you with is if you're thinking about it do it act on it you could be thinking about it for the next 10 years and never do anything. So now is the time. Yes. Oh, one more thing I wanted to mention. Okay. I remember now I have this on the tip of my tongue and then I like lost it for a minute. So one thing I wanted to mention is if you want to write a book, but you're not sure you have a full book in you already, that's okay. Get started because even if you only have three to five things you want to teach people, and I don't have my workbook handy, but you can turn it into a workbook, more of a, um, something that you could teach in maybe two hours in a workshop. You can turn that into like a 100-page, 150-page workbook on Amazon, and you're still getting that credibility. You're still impacting lives. 
Um, you're going to have it done a little sooner, which is cool too. So it doesn't have to be a full size book. You can put smaller form, uh, you know, shorter form versions of your knowledge on Amazon. So just wanted to leave everyone with that too. If you're yeah. feeling like you're not ready to write a full book, yeah. do you have anything to add to that, Noreen? Um, yeah, I think the, the, the flip side of that is when I first started, um, all my ideas that I had for writing a book, uh, if I didn't streamline it, I would be like, you know, putting like a massive book, plugging a massive book down on the table in front of somebody. And so I realized that I actually have a lot of book ideas and a lot of different books in me. So um, keep writing your ideas down. If, if you feel like you don't have enough uh, to write about or you feel like you have so much to write about that's good just you just have then different books inside of you you got a series of books <laughs> yes exactly I think you're right I think the opposite um I think that the people are worried about writing a book because in the beginning they think they don't have enough to put in a book but then the opposite like you said the opposite happens they're like oh my gosh when do I actually stop writing this book because <laughs> I have so much to put into it yeah so it's just funny how it flip-flops but yeah. um anyways I want to let you get on with your day thank you so much for hopping on and showing us your beautiful tan and inspiring some more women to write books and I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of their day. And yeah, check out Noreen's new book at OrganizeMySpaceCalgary.com. Awesome. Good to see you, Lindsay. You too. Bye. Everybody. All right. One more thing before you take off. The Fempreneurs Leadership and Marketing Conference is happening on April 20th. Now, April 20th all day is going to be an incredible time. You will be able to join from anywhere in the world it is going to be virtual, so virtual and live. However, there will be a ton of connecting happening. We are going to have two Fab Five speed dating sessions during the day, as well as the workshops. And these workshops are actual workshops, ladies. So you're not going to want to miss this. You're actually going to do work in these workshops and the work that you come away from at the end of the day on April 20th are going to actually propel your business forward. You're going to actually have some work done that you've been wanting to get done and some things that maybe you didn't even know you should have done a while ago. You're going to be able to check a bunch of stuff off the list. And I don't know about you, but I love being able to add things to my to-do list that I had, that I have just completed and immediately check them off. So you're going to be able to do a ton of work. I'm going to actually help you at the end of the day, build an action plan for your next, you know, 30 to 90 days, um, with some of the stuff that you've learned, because I don't know about you, but I've been to some events where I didn't have the accountability and the action plan I needed to take all of that excitement and inspiration and turn it into real action. So we're going to make sure you have that. We're at least going to give you all the tools you need to make that happen at the leadership and marketing conference. Now, April 21st, the next day, in the evening, we're actually holding a social event. So that's where a lot of the ladies that are um, living here in the Calgary area who are at the Leadership and Marketing Conference, they will be able to then come in person to an event the next night and meet some of the people face-to-face -face who they met the day before virtually and put faces to names and shake hands and hand out business cards and follow each other on Instagram if they didn't the day before. And of course, enjoy some snacks and some drinks and some games and some swag bags and some door prizes and all the stuff that we here in Fempreneurland are famous for. So whether you can come to one uh, event or both, 
The ticket you um, purchase to attend the conference can be used for either or you know, either the 20th or the 21st or both. So one ticket price gets you into everything, or if you can't make it to both and you just want to use it for one, that's fine too. Um, can't wait to see you. Would love to see you live in person on the 21st as well. Um, one more thing, the 21st, we're also going to have a little grad celebration. We've got some ladies who have recently completed my 90 day leadership and marketing program. And a lot of those ladies will be speaking at the conference and they will have fresh new book babies available on Amazon. If that program, that group program that I'm describing right now that helps you stay active on social media while writing a book that you can get on Amazon in 90 days, if that sounds appealing to you, then you need to go to yycfempreneurs.com and check it out. All right, go to yycfempreneurs.com to check about to check out all of the stuff that I've been talking about and I am going to stop this episode now, catch my breath and have um, have some dinner and then actually head to youth group. Here's one more fun fact about me. Not sure if you knew this, but I am actually a youth leader at my church. So I hang out with the kids um, most Wednesday nights. And uh, yeah, and I always get um, pretty excited to do that. Hanging out with teenage girls used to scare me and now I really look forward to it. So one more plug before I leave you is get involved with some sort of an organization in your community where you're giving back, whether it be to youth, whether it be to, you know, any sort of group of people that you feel you can add value to. I encourage you to, to do a little bit of volunteering. It feels good. You meet the most amazing people and it really, um, it really fulfills you in a way nothing else can. So I'll leave you with that. And I hope to see you real soon at the Leadership and Marketing Conference. I'm going to say that slower. At the Leadership and Marketing Conference and or at the Writing Retreat happening in May and or in the next Leadership and Marketing 90-day program that starts in June. And I will talk to you real soon. Bye for now.